and welcome to the podcast. It's the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm the editor, Matt Hudson. Glad to have you with us. You know, if you read the April issue of the magazine, you'll see a story in there about uh, getting started with video marketing and how you can just use a, a smartphone, a simple microphone, and a couple other pieces of equipment to really start a, an effective and inspiring marketing campaign for your shop. Well, today's podcast takes it a bit further. We are borrowing an episode from uh, our colleagues over at Ratchet and Wrench Magazine. Um, Frank Lloyd's shop owner and internet personality has a recurring show on there. And today he's talking about YouTube and um, more importantly, why shops need to use YouTube and how it can be effective for your marketing mix. He's a very energetic explainer and I appreciate having him on. So take a listen. This podcast, we're talking about YouTube tips, not to become the next Eric the Car Guy, not to become uh, some million subscriber YouTube channel. That's not what we're talking about. That takes a lot of time and years and years. And, and in fact, that's a full-time gig. What we're talking about is how do we optimize YouTube as it relates to SEO. Google owns YouTube and often will display these videos in relevant search results. So break squeaks, break noise, those are high ranking. And so if you can develop some of those keyword rankings by way of a quick video from your garage and just use YouTube as a place to park it, we're going to go through some of the steps to help you align with that SEO. Now, are your customers going to YouTube to find you? Probably not. But is it a byproduct of how one will research what they're looking for on the internet? Could they run into one of your YouTube videos and then go right to your website? Absolutely. Now, how often should you actually put up a YouTube video? Well, in the real world of YouTubers, some are going two and three, four times a week until they get to a point where they start building subs. Again, I remind you guys, we're not talking about building a rock star YouTube channel. We're really talking about how to gain useful SEO search engine queries related to the video that will pop up. So I've got a few tips here on this podcast. And again, I remind you guys, you can reach out to me here at the garage. You can email me, frank at desertcarcare.com. In fact, I'll share with you, many of you have a YouTube channel. I haven't put a YouTube video up in over two years, and our channel has probably grown 6,000 subs over the last year and a half to two years. How? Well, we hung out in the comments. Now, we're not on YouTube to become the next sensation or monetize it, but we know that if we can hang out in the comments, so a lot of you with smaller channels, as you're growing, especially as it relates to SEO and ranking, just hanging out in the comments to answer some of the questions the best you can. We all know that in YouTube, uh, YouTube land, the comments can be a little ridiculous. And in our world, we can't diagnose things in the comments. But the fact is, if you give a little love in the comments, that's going to help. So let's move right to it. Many of you have a YouTube channel that needs a better description. It needs a longer description. YouTube loves when you're allowing, I mean, you're not going to go in and do 5,000 characters, but they'll allow up to 5,000 characters, which gives you about 500 to 700 words. Many of you are putting up a video and you're just putting up a video that says, this was a break job that came into the shop. Join us as we show you how to avoid break squeaks. That's not enough. So in this description, 
it needs to be long. You really want to aim for about 2,000 characters for these videos. And you really got to write the story of what you're getting ready to dive in. The video is important, but the content that's listed in descriptions is just as important. Google and YouTube love descriptions that are nice and long. The other thing to consider in trying to attract attention is you really need to have a high resolution thumbnail. And, and look, we all struggle with thumbnails. We're all busy. We're not, you know, we're not uh, legends of Photoshop, but I can tell you there is a program out there that will help you. You can easily learn it. And that's called Canva. I use a lot of Canva for some of the stuff that we do with the radio show, some of the stuff that we do on social media. Canva is free. You can actually download it. It's an app. The idea is you want to set the resolution for that thumbnail specifically for that 1280 by 720 size. Now, one of the other things, too, is captions are important. But the fact is that if you utilize the automated captions, you're going to get some embarrassing captions that don't quite spell things out. So this is a minor point that can turn into something major with a viewer. Again, we want to focus on SEO, but as you're using these captions, be very cautious about some of the embarrassing captions that can take place. It's happened to us, and it actually takes away from the video and gets a bunch of knuckleheads in the comments to comment on your captions that aren't spelled properly. Keywords and key phrases are huge. You got to do some research on that, and that will take time. We're not going to talk about how to do that, but the fact is, Using a keyword for breaks could be, you can easily use 10 or 15 keywords for that. It could be a break flush, it could be a break shoes, break pads, break hardware. All of those related keywords and phrases that should correspond to whatever describes your video accurately, especially in the content that you're about to write. These words and phrases that users enter in search engines will find content that hopefully gets you discovered with the proper YouTube keywords. Keywords are huge. Tags are huge. So spend some time with that. The fact is, if you're going to produce a video from your phone, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to go out and buy a huge fancy DSLR. Again, we're not looking to become YouTube rock stars. We just want to be able to come out with a YouTube video that works for our SEO. And at the same time, it also gives us the ability to have our website found. So keywords and optimizing the descriptions are huge. So do some research on that. We're not going to get too knee deep in this. And in fact, I'd invite you guys, there are many services out there within the automotive industry that will do that for you and help you trend uh, with Google Trends and also help you with uh, various things like Google AdWords and so on. One other thing that can help is as you're researching these keywords is to actually say your target keyword in your video. So for example, you could do something like, hey, this is Joe, I'm in the garage and I've got this neon that's been giving us a problem with these brakes. We found something interesting regarding the squeak and ultimate grind that came about when the customer was test driving. Now you heard a lot of things in there and grind, brake grind, brake squeak, all of those things that are your target keywords, you actually should state inside of your video. So remember that. Think about those keywords and think about how you're stating those keywords in your video. One of the other points that can help is really focusing on 
the engagement that you are going to get from your videos. Now, this is difficult because the algorithms on YouTube, when you're first starting, you may have a small channel. They can be crucial and they can actually not be too nice. A lot of you have YouTube videos up and you're saying, hey, Frank, I get it. YouTube. Yeah, great. But I've only got eight views. I've only got nine views. Sticking to a consistent schedule while thinking about how you can focus on user engagement is really going to help. Now, that could be just a technical service bulletin review that you do once a week. And that could be simple. You could literally read from the sheet of technical service bulletins and actually get what they call B-roll, just some video of that technical service bulletin, and make that sort of a tips engagement. Now, we talked about this a few podcasts back regarding marketing. And one of the things that you're going to do is you can use this video on your website. Your website's huge. Put it on your website. Get them going back to your YouTube channel, and that will help tremendously. Your watch time is really critical, but don't get frustrated in the beginning where you may only have people watching 30 seconds to a minute of your video. It can be frustrating. The idea here is to be very complete regarding keywords, how much you're writing in the description, you're saying keywords in the video, as well as really working hard to get user engagement and the keyword consistency. Now, consistency could look different for you guys. You may be consistent once a month. You may be consistent twice a month. Again, we're not building rock star status on YouTube, but we're really just putting out the video as it relates to SEO and watching the SEO grow more so than seeing subs come over in the droves. So don't get frustrated. Playlists as your channel develops is critical. You want to develop these playlists. In fact, this is a great way. You guys want to know how to deal with estimate callers that eh, you may not have uh, the time of day for this particular caller who's getting in the weeds. Well, if you have a video that you can send them, you can gear them and drive them over to your YouTube channel and say, hey, listen, you know, we just did a video on this. Check it out. It's about a six to eight minute video. And we talk about the very concern you have when you're done with that. Schedule an appointment so we can diagnose it properly. You guys know we're not trying to estimate things over the over the phone. We're trying to convert that to a scheduled appointment. Videos can really help you guys out regarding how much time you're spending on the phone with estimates, especially those estimates that are really trying to get you knee deep in the weeds. So develop these playlists. You may have a playlist on brakes. You may have a playlist on oil leaks. You may have a playlist on drivability tune-ups, fuel services, fuel injectors, things like that. Those playlists, as you evolve, becomes your library. A couple of podcasts ago, I think it was the last podcast that we talked about, uh, we said, hey, building an internal media company within your business, you guys can do that. And a part of that media reach is actually creating a clean, SEO-friendly YouTube channel. I want you guys to just think about that. You may not want to do all the heavy lifting regarding content and keywords, and there are plenty of companies in our industry that can help you. The fact is you can't just exclude YouTube and you can't exclude the importance and the power behind video. One of the other things, and, and this is something you may also start as you're researching keywords, is you really want to understand your audience. Let's say you're in College Town, USA, and you do have a lot of youngsters that come in with cars that they just bought 
or cars they acquired from the family and family members thought, oh, yeah, we're giving my kid. They're giving their kids good cars. Maybe not the case. So understand your audience and understand what they would like to see and hear based upon the demographic that you have coming into your shop. Now, some of us are kind of shy about this particular point, and that's actually getting people in your video to comment. One of the things that I've done over the years is, hey, I know I've missed a bunch of things. I'd love to hear from my fellow mechanics. Get into the comments and tell me what you think. And so what you're doing is you're allowing the viewer to be in control. YouTube is all about that. YouTube doesn't do really well, for the most part, with authoritative figures. Nobody wants an expert, although there are expert channels that do well. But you're not, you don't have the time to actually come across as the expert. You want to just narrate the story and sort of narrate it in a way that you're giving help to folks. And if they've had a situation like that or they feel like you missed something, you'd love to hear from them in the comments. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, Frank, I don't have time for this. But the idea is that the more comments you get, the more it will do for analytics. And that's the goal. We want to trigger those algorithms. Look, you can make a video and then two years from now, that video does well and it's doing well enough by your SEO that how long would it take for you to hang out in the comments? It could work out for you. So think about how you're making the viewer more of the rock star than you. Now, ultimately, your goal is to get them to click to your website. Of course, your website is going to be listed in the description for every video that you have. And that's a great way to measure that. You got to be patient with this part and you just got to give it time. If you're putting up one or two videos a month, that's the growth pattern that you, you may see. It may not grow quickly. But the idea is that you want to have that portion of SEO by way of video ready to go for Google because you never know when your video not necessarily would go viral, but starts to get some really good views. And that's enough to drum up some extra business. So think about that. Loved hanging out with you guys. This was a this was kind of a an odd topic, to be honest with you, YouTube, because honestly, lately, I, I don't have a lot of time for YouTube. But I did, like many of you, jump into it. And we really gave it a serious effort. And we found that other areas of marketing were kind of churning over better. If you've got some ideas that we've missed, I'd love to see you guys in the comments. Until then, Frank Lloyd's here. I'll catch up with you guys for the next edition of Ratchet and Wrench Podcast. We'll see you next time. Enjoy the week. Be safe. Catch you soon.